Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Rihanna. Today it is March 25th and I am currently in Edmonton, Alberta. Today I will be touching on subjects that are important to people who relate to the disabled community and people who want to be more involved and informed. I will touch on topics such as social media and bringing people together and rehabilitative technologies. I also have some news about big events happening soon near the area. There is no denying the impact technology and social media has on our ability to connect with others. It gives us the capability to connect with like-minded people who are passionate about the social and political issues that are dear to us. Whether these like-minded people are in our neighborhoods or on the other side of the globe, social media is removing the geographical boundaries preventing connection. Some advantages people with disabilities may have are the ability to connect with others through social media on different platforms. These platforms such as Facebook can help keep family members updated. These individuals can most importantly be advocates for themselves and others who are experiencing similar emotional and physical situations. For example, one woman by the name of Taya Godding has terminal cancer. She runs a blog, public and private Facebook pages, as well as an Instagram account. She shares information about her illness in great detail on these public platforms. I can speak for myself on this one. Often people may feel uncomfortable sharing details about their life in fear of others' judgments. Taya is, in my opinion, admirable for breaking those boundaries and encouraging others alike to express themselves. She is currently creating an enzyme for young people with stoma. Social media has allowed her to keep her family updated and she has become an advocate in the community without overexerting her already depleted energy due to her illness. People with disabilities of all ages and ethnicities are seen using all social media sites to share their life experiences. It is important to create a platform to voice the changes they want to see in expanding inclusion, education, employment, and advocacy opportunities. It is also important if they may want to protest against policies and programs that affect their community. The tools we 
we use to communicate helps to bridge the gap between those with disabilities and those without, as well as allow people with disabilities to connect with others who share different or similar health and medical conditions. Unfortunately, people with disabilities can be at risk of being taken advantage of by emotional or financial predators. There are often cyberbullies on the internet which negatively affects people and can lead to depression or even suicide. A new study from EDC and the Ruderman Family Foundation is one of the first to examine the associations between social media, cyberbullying, and mental health for students with disabilities. While students with disabilities were more likely to receive messages of support and positivity, they are also more likely to be cyberbullying victims, perpetrators, or even both as compared to students without disabilities. Unfortunately, not all disabled people have access to technology. Given that these individuals have the potential to increase the quality of their social interactions and frequency in which they communicate, should it not be essential for access to be available? There are safer and more accessible sites available specifically for people with disabilities. These sites have the potential to reduce feelings of loneliness and they can develop meaningful relationships through online communication. And now, of course, safety and safeguarding can be difficult to monitor. The problem many people face is accessibility, availability of support, potential difficulties with cyber language, etiquette, and communication and literacy skills. to talk about rehabilitative technology. Rehabilitative technology can help restore or improve function in people who have developed a disability due to disease, injury, or aging. Appropriate assistive technology can often help people with disabilities compensate for a limitation they may have. Assistive technology promotes independence and confidence. Rehabilitative and assistive technology can enable individuals to care for themselves and their families to work and to be able to learn in typical school environments and other educational institutions and to be able to access information through computers and reading. It also enables the disabled to enjoy music, sports, travel and the arts and to participate fully in community life. Assistive technology also benefits employers, teachers, family members, and anyone who interacts with people who use the technology. To conclude today's podcast, we know that technology is not only important to everyday life, but it is essential to people with disabilities. Now, before I end the podcast, I have a couple of events to discuss happening this weekend in Edmonton. 
Edwin's Ear Protection Hearing Aids is having a massive blowout sale happening all weekend long from March 28th to 30th. Open to the public on ear protection for the autistic and 30% off on all hearing aid products. Be sure to get there early. It has been a popular sale in the past. There is also going to be a convention held on April 1st at West Edmonton Mall for the People of Down Syndrome Society. You can register at www.getinformedss.ca. Tickets are free to members of the DSS with a complimentary plus two guest. For all non-members, it is $25 cash at the door with a food bank donation per guest. This event consists of a two-hour seminar followed by a luncheon. All members will have free access to the water park and select movies in the theater. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.